Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Read with your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Besides saving you money, the ideas that you hear today could transform your organization and maybe even change you at some level. My guest today is someone who wants to transform the corporate world. He envisions a workplace where leaders and their direct reports cast aside their egos to problem solve and address issues in a psychologically safe manner in which everyone works together for the organization's success. Now, you might be wondering, is this even possible? I put this question to Bill Cornwell. He's a renowned coach who reaches out to senior leaders to help them achieve their full potential. And he's the author of a new book entitled Activate the Third Space, How to Align, Communicate and Lead in a Hyper-Competitive World. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Michelle. It's a real pleasure for me to be with you today. What a great title, Bill. Before we get into what the third space is and how to activate it, would it be fair to say that the ideas in this book rely on a way of communicating and a mindset that allows for that communication for particular types of intentional conversation at work? Would that be fair to describe it that way? Yeah, I, I think that's very fair. I mean, the the, the the original reason for the book was to uh, allow everyone in an organization to say, I have a voice uh, and let me, let me use my voice uh, in a way that allows me to support the success of the organization. Now that sounds easy, uh, but it's, it's not an easy thing to do in the corporate world as we try to lay down our egos for a little bit uh, and recognize that that if we're willing to listen and if we're willing to learn how to ask the right kinds of questions uh, to each other, then we have a chance uh, for organizations to be wildly successful. It sounds easy, but it's difficult to implement in reality, as so many of the case studies in your book attest to. Let's take a step back, Bill. What is the third space and how do we enter it? Well, the third space uh, was developed as a result of getting everyone in the organization to look at each other in a slightly different way. Uh, so leaders needed to take a look at the people who were their followers and look at them more as proactive self-leaders, people who wanted to have a say in the success of the organization, uh, and to really look at the organization in a way that that is supportive of them. Now, the question becomes, where is that? Uh, and that's the third space. So the third space is this automatically psychologically safe space. So as an example, one of the one of the companies that I worked with, they had a physical space in their offices that was a door that said, when you walk into this door, this is the third space, meaning that I can ask you any question about the organization, about the work that I'm doing. And the reason for it to be psychologically safe is so that we can make sure that we're hyper aligned, as the book says. Do I know what I'm doing? Is the work that I'm doing valuable? Uh, am I moving the right direction for myself, but also for the organization overall? So the third space is an active space and it's automatically psychologically safe. Okay, and how do we get into it if our organization does not have that door that says this is the third space? 
Yeah, great question, Michelle. Well, part of that is, uh, is certainly the process for doing it is well described in the book. But very quickly, uh, it, it is a space when someone says, you know, I don't think that the work that I'm doing, I'm moving as fast as I should. I'm not sure I have all the resources or I'm hesitating about what I should be doing next. That's when you call a third space meeting. And then the leaders, when you get into the third space, leaders are aware that if a direct report, or as I call them, proactive self-leaders, as they ask that question, the leader says all they're really wanting to do is better work. So I, I shouldn't say, well, I told you exactly what to do. Why aren't you doing it? Leaders need to begin to recognize that the right question is much more about tell me what what you think you should be doing and I'll help you. So this third space becomes a supportive space. It just is this space where we really all together want the organization to be successful. Yeah, I really wish all organizations would pick up this book and implement it because it really is the driver of so much incredible transformation, building of relationships, building of trust, uh, enabling people to feel meaning at work. You've worked with DBS, Estee Lauder, ExxonMobil, Ford, P&G, and you've clearly impacted a lot of these companies, I can tell from the stories in this book. Um, Bill, if we wanted to, to help the listener who hasn't yet, yet picked up Activate the Third Space, and you really should, listeners, uh, what will implementing the ideas in this book, what will bringing a third space to your company allow your organization to do better? Well, what the third space actually does, and this will sound funny uh, to your listeners, but actually the third space allows you to slow down so that you can speed back up. So this is the issue in organizations right now. I've never met anyone, whether it's the president of a company or the person who just started at the organization who doesn't want to do a good job. They, they all want to be successful. But sometimes we go in one direction and another direction. And, and what I found as I looked at organizations over the 20 years of coaching and leadership development and workshops was that people truly wanted to do well, but they needed this space. They needed this ability to slow down and ask each other the right questions at the right time. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing next. What do you think? Now, in the third space, anybody can ask that question. And when we get that all done, we've actually slowed down. And when we leave the third space, we're hyper aligned. I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. My work has value. And so we move much more quickly. So it's that strange thing to say that if I slow down, the whole organization actually speeds up. I love that. I love that. In this world where everything seems to be, we all seem to be time starved for a book that argues slowing down means strategically you're more aligned and then we'll be able to move much more rapidly uh, to meet the requirements of change is counterintuitive, but at, at some level, I think we all get it as well. Let's talk about a feature of workplaces very common uh, in this part of the world, and that is hierarchical leadership. So we all know what that can feel like uh, for leaders. They can feel incredibly weary because they're right at the top and they're, they're incredible burdens there. And then dealing with lower engagement and higher turnover and burnout and silo mentality. Uh, and at the other level, the lower levels may be the Follower levels, people like me maybe get intimidated by 
by bosses who don't want to hear the reality of what's happening on the ground or want to hear a voice from speaking from expertise. Uh, and, and more broadly, you could have an organization that's hamstrung by lack of information. And from your book, I understand this might lead to leaders who cannot process quickly enough as well. So hierarchy, you say in the book, does not encourage subordinates to share their opinion. What does your book suggest that hierarchical companies do differently? Uh, it's it's a great question, um, and uh, and it's there should be a book written about it, and there is. It's called Activate the Third Space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, hierarchies um, in some cases are important in organizations when there when there is an urgency or an immediacy to get something done. But for the last fifty years, a hundred years, really, we've been asking leaders that. We burdened leaders with the success of the organization solely on their shoulders. Um, and so my work centered around how do we unburden the leaders, but also then accelerate everybody else around them. And that, that process was to look at the direct reports and say, look, you have a responsibility. Here's the techniques to be able to step up and become a proactive self-leader. Uh, and we also then had to work with the leaders to say, how do you let that happen uh, and, and allow the, the proactive self-leaders to do that? Uh, all of that information, actually, Michelle, came from my work with the Singapore Police Force. Remarkably, uh, all of the groundbreaking work that I've done in the book is Singapore generated with all the leaders that I have here. Many Singaporeans, some people from outside of Singapore who have been working here. But the Singapore police force started this, a gentleman that I worked with there who was struggling to get his people to connect with him. He did all the right things, remarkably talented leader, and, and he knew what to do. But it dawned on me that it was the, his direct reports that needed to step up. Uh, and they did. Eventually, as we worked with them, they began to uh, m break that hierarchical uh, uh, pillar down a little bit. So the book talks a, a lot about that process. Uh, the story that's told in the book for the for the listeners, you will you will connect with someone in that story, uh, either directly or you'll know leaders like this. Uh, the book is a workbook to some degree. It asks you, uh, think about this. Have you had a leader like this or are you a leader like this? It carries you through. But you really begin to understand uh, the processes necessary to move out of that hierarchical thinking and move into what the book describes as the enterprise leadership model. Okay, so this is a, a model then for any company and every company? Absolutely. The enterprise leadership model uh, is a framework. It, it's a platform uh, for leaders, uh, uh, human capitalist, proactive self-leaders to find themselves in an organization that has a structure that says, we need to connect differently. And if we're struggling in connecting, then we have this space this activate the third space, which is not my space. It's not your space. It's the organization's space. And we all want to do better for the organization. We want our organizations to be successful. The third space allows you to do that. Like the book says, 
how do you hyper communicate? How do you hyper align? And how do you hyper lead in an organization that's moving so quickly? And that's, that's the organizations of today. We are reading Activate the Third Space, How to Align, Communicate, and Lead in a Hyper-Competitive World. The newly released book, Word of Mouth says, and many leaders are buying this in bulk, 20, 50 books at a time. Books are making their way to the Philippines and all across Asia, I understand. It's the book I wish I wrote, to be honest, (laughs) because for the longest time, I've been thinking if only there was this black box where people could go and, and just share honest feedback. My word, what a treasure trove that would be for companies. So let me read you a little from the book because I, I know, listeners, you expect that from me. So here we go. Embrace the enterprise leadership model and you will find that your organization works more efficiently and effectively. Members of your team will take proactive responsibility for the success of the organization. If you are a leader, it will lighten your load and enable you to focus better. Human capitalists will think strategically to ensure your team has the right people, all the while helping people advance their careers. Now, those are the words of uh, Dandeep Singh, uh, Sandeep Seth. Have I got his name right? Dandeep Seth? Sandeep Seth, yes. Sandeep uh-huh. Seth, okay, thanks. Uh, global C, uh, CMO and former CEO of SK2, and he writes in the preface of this book. So, Bill, I learned from Sandeep's preface that you are a master of the art of asking questions. Is that right? Well, uh, yes, I like to think that I am. <laughs> uh, in, in the process of executive coaching, the ability to ask the right question at the right time gets my clients to open up and to perhaps think more deeply about the issues that they're facing and, and the changes that they need to make individually. So uh, learning how to ask the question, it's a practice art, but I, and I've practiced it a lot. So my question is, do leaders reading this book have to be adept at steering conversations for third spaces to take off? Well, I wouldn't use the word adept. Uh, what I would use is a willingness to try. And in, in the book, there are literally hundreds of questions. The second part of the book was a very important part for me because it's a field guide. It actually says if you're a leader activating the third space, here are your responsibilities, and here are the questions to ask. If you are a proactive self-leader and you're calling a third space meeting, here's your questions to ask, and here's how to operate. If you're a human capitalist, which is what I call the human resource side of the business, then you have your responsibilities also. There are scenarios uh, in the book. Uh, All of that is a very practical approach uh, to being able to uh, connect in the third space. And that's the critical part. It will take practice. There's no question about it. When I developed the third space, I had to practice what it really meant to be in the third space. Uh, when I used it with SK2, uh, I had to practice that. This was my beta site. And I know that it works because it absolutely worked uh, in SK2. You got to practice. Okay, got it. Um, we all have experience of, you know, going to, I don't know, a tea. My chairman at an organization used to organize these little informal teas, and we'd all get together, sit down, and just chat about the organization. But after that, the question was always, okay, so what happens to the information that we've so willingly shared at these sessions? So what happens to information surfaced in the third space? What does the field guide say? Yeah, Michelle, that, that may be the best question. Because sometimes you get in the 
people believe that when you get into the third space, it's just a, a bunch of questions. But in the process, you will read this in the book. It's called the, the funnel of understanding. Basically, think of a funnel, and in the beginning stages of the third space, you ask questions to gather data. And the more data you can gather, the more you've uncovered what the issues are, how we could work together. But as you, as you begin to move through the funnel, in other words, as you squeeze things out, begin to filter what the real issues are, the questions become a little bit more direct from both sides, whether it's the direct report, proactive self-leader, the leader, the human capitalist, they all are designed to squeeze out exactly what the next steps are. So when you leave the funnel, the question that is asked, tell me, what are you going to do when you go back to your desk? What are you going to be doing over the next week, the next two weeks? So there's an absolute process, and that was very important for me in the book. It's also very important for me as a, as a, as a leadership development person because I, I never like to leave things uh, just sitting there unless there is something to practice to do. Uh, mm. Just You can't leave it to yourself. You have to say, are we in agreement? Are we aligned? And that's the single biggest issue uh, with companies that I've worked with over the last 15 years is that alignment is the single thing uh, that is lowest in any diagnostic I do. Are we, are we aligned? Nah, no, we're not. So get aligned in the third space and use the funnel of understanding. Because this is about actionable information that the third space is seeking to surface. Bill Cornwell, is, Bill Cornwell is Managing Director of Cascade Consulting, and we are reading his debut book. It is Making Waves, word of mouth tells me. Uh, Activate the Third Space is the title. And Bill, I started by talking about how this model could help companies save money. And we'll get to that in a minute. But will your model also help us at an individual level? Will it help people become more successful at the workplace? Yes. Uh, and there's no question about it that if you learn the process of getting into a third space and learning how to ask a question that provides you more information, you're simply going to understand issues better. Uh, whether that's in, in organizations or whether that's at home with your family. Uh, the third space works there. It's just parents, stop being hierarchical. If you've got kids who are 8, eight to 22, they want, to, they want to be asked questions and then just listen to their answers. It will help you there also. And at, at the workplace, it will help because it will allow you to develop the people in your team. How does it help an individual at the workplace? Well, because they will un, they will see that their work is valuable, and that they that that they will begin to recognize that they have the right and the opportunity and the skill level to be able to ask the effective question of their boss. Their effective questions for the organization so that they feel much, much more a part of it. And there is no question that learning how to, to work in the third space will create higher levels of engagement in the organization. People will want to belong to these organizations that support the enterprise leadership model and have uh, a, 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 an activate third space process. They will just feel like 
I can be a part of this organization. So this is for everybody, really. You parents can benefit you at the workplace. Maybe you work as part of a team and you might be a CMO or C-suite leader. And this will provide the structure and the field guide for how to create third spaces at your workplace. Well, I hope readers readers pick up this book because the ideas could really transform so much and make change happen in any organization. Bill, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to speak with you and to learn more about your book, Activate the Third Space. Thank you so much for the opportunity. The book again is Activate the Third Space. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.